It's June 14, 2022. My name is Jimmy Van, and it's time to know your news tonight. My guest, friend of the show, managing editor of Fightful.com. He's got his own action figure now. He's producing his own honey in his backyard. Seamus says he's all over the place. He's Sean Rossap. Sean Rossap, how you doing? Uh, not only that, but I'm making those big bear bucks now, as we've talked about in the past. Yes, big bear bucks, making your own honey. What else did you sell? You're growing grass in the backyard. Listen, listen, you know what's funny? You know how I, I knew that A&W was still a thing after all these years? We did a Stupid People news story about how their burgers were so good that people were lining up around the store while it was actually on fire once. Do you remember that? Yes, I remember that. And I was like, A&W? I didn't even know that they sold burgers or did anything like that. I knew them exclusively exclusively for the root beer. But then I remembered that, and I was like, I'm going to try out one of the burgers, and it was real good. I see why people were, were risking their lives for that. It was worth it. Awesome, awesome. Great, great story that had nothing to do with anything. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you about 10 of the top news stories of the week that are stupid, funny, and weird. I'm going to get your reactions, and I'm going to ask you questions along the way. And for any of our viewers and listeners, if you want to have your statement or question read on the air on any future edition of, of the podcast on our network, go to kynchat.com, leave a contribution of any size, and your question or statement will be read on the next edition of one of our podcasts. So, Sean Rossap, you ready to do this again? Let's go. This story number 10 reported by the BBC. Sean Rossap, what's your favorite movie? Probably The Departed. Interesting. Okay. Have you ever seen Shawshank Redemption? I haven't, and I need to very badly. You haven't seen Shawshank Redemption? No, I've been meaning to watch it. I'm going to watch it this summer, actually. Yeah. Man, one of the greatest movies ever. So without giving away too much of the story, although you probably know it, there's a character in the movie named Andy. Uh, played by Tim Robbins, and he wants to chisel through the wall of his cell. And you can imagine how many years that would take to do when you're talking about like a stone situation. It could take years. Yeah. So historians uncovered a stone in the town of Hexham, England, that had ancient Roman carvings on it. They believe it's more than 1,700 years old. This thing went viral. I mean, it's news just by itself that they found this ancient Roman carving, but it went viral for another reason. Any idea what that might have been, Sean Rossap? They carved some wiener doodles in there. The carver was talking shit about a colleague. Joel, do you have the picture? There you go. Leave that up for a minute. So basically, they believe that the image on the left is supposed to represent a dick. That's what they think. <laughs> the target of this Roman graffiti was a guy named Secundinus. And when they translated that message into English, the translation was Secundinus the shitter. That was that a translation. Rules. <laughs> that now, rules. I do have to question if that image is supposed to represent a penis or a piece of shit. I do. I do have well, to wonder listen, that. I'm worried about the health of that person if that's what their shit looks like. <laughs> if it's got a head on it, if it's got like detached, like was that a dingleberry on the end or what was that? I think that it's supposed to be a penis. I guess, but so why are they calling them the shitter? Why are they calling them like Secundinus the shit or the or the well, dick? I should say. I'm just happy that cursing hasn't evolved that much in the last 1700 years. I'm pretty. If we're anything, it's consistent with cursing, and I, I like that that was also obscene back then. Well, what I'm really curious about is think about how long it took that guy to do that. Like, how much did he hate Secundinus that he's carving into a um, stone? 
sorry, that's Secundinus the Shitter. Yes, the Shitter. Yes, yeah. yes, that's yeah. who it is. Yeah. So how much? Like, imagine how much he must have hated this guy that he's carving it into a stone. Probably took him days, weeks, months to carve that in. How much did he hate this guy? That he's doing this. Like, what did Secundinus do to him? You should see the carvings in my old house before I moved <laughs> I moved here, Jimmy. <laughs> well, I got to ask you this. So you've got a strong social media presence. Uh, yes. And with that comes the haters. And you and I have had conversations about When? This. Oh, yeah. When? When does that ever happen? <laughs> when does that ever happen? So here's my question. What is the greatest length or the most effort, at least that you're willing to talk about, that someone has invested into shitting on you i mean they've outright stalked me jimmy they've they've tracked down family members addresses and and names and numbers it's been it's gone pretty far as you know you know back in the day when i held my, had my old website i might have told you this do you remember GeoCities? i do remember GeoCities. so GeoCities was kind of like precursor to wix so yes. when i when i had my old website back in the day somebody created a GeoCities website and the website was called why i hate jimmy van <laughs> and they and they conjured up stories and they had stock photos so like here's a stock photo of a little boy and they said that's jimmy when he was a little boy getting bullied by everybody in school and then they had one of like a teenager that's jimmy in high school when no girl would date him and they actually put in the effort and i was so honored i actually tried to reach out to them to ask them if they would come and do an interview because i was just so honored about it and unfortunately they never would but i was flattered that somebody went to that oh trouble. man that, that that's that's mental illness, Jimmy. Maybe, but I was I was proud and flattered by it because that sure. takes effort. They hosted a website for me, Sean. Takes mental illness too, and that, that too. is an unhealthy obsession. <laughs> All right, let's go on to story number nine, reported by WSB TV two. Sean Rossap, how do you feel about cryptocurrency? Uh, I made a little money off of it uh, during the pandemic, uh, off of Bitcoin, and other than that, I don't mess with it. Interesting. So, Bitcoin is the only thing you've ever invested in? Yeah. Okay, so like the alt currencies and stuff, you don't touch that stuff. Haven't bothered with it, no. All right, well, there's a guy in Atlanta, Georgia. His name is Mike Sherwenka, and he calls himself the godfather of real estate. Joel, do you have a picture of Mr. Sherwenka? Oh, he, he picked that photo. Okay, so okay. that's Mr. That's Mr. Sherwenka. I believe that's his wife. He used to be a, a male dancer, and uh, and so that's why. That uh, looks completely fake. Maybe, but that's that's a picture of him that that we saw on social media. So several homeowners sold their homes to this guy and they thought they were getting a phenomenal deal because the contracts that he wrote for them uh, when he was buying their house, it included a percentage of the purchase price to be paid in cryptocurrency. So yeah. some of the price was going to be in cash and some of the price was going to be in cryptocurrency. It was an altcoin called Troptions. And one of the homeowners, this guy named Joel Sabellos, he thought he was getting free money. He's like, I'm just going to let this sit. I'm going to let it grow and I'm going to end up getting a lot more for my home than I would have otherwise. But the homeowners ran into a problem, Sean Ross. Have any idea what it was? I have no clue. I'm interested to see where this one goes. <laughs> so unlike a crypto uh, cryptocurrency like Bitcoin, you can't convert troptions into U.S. dollars. And so the homeowners have no way of cashing it out. Oh, we have no. we have a blurb from the troptions website. So this is from, I believe, troptions.io. And they have a sub page that you can click on. Uh, <laughs> isn't it smarter to keep your cryptocurrency right? growing in the account until a purchase is drafted out for your purchase? 
Come on. Yes. Yeah, so basically on the homepage of tropchins.io, there's a, put it back up, Joel. There was a, a link. I think it said, how do I cash out my tropchins? And when you click on that link, you go to this page and right there on that page, they basically say you can't. That's basically that's a, that's what it says. That's a scam. That's a yes. scam. Yes. Now this tropchins coin, none of the reputable exchanges support it. Yeah, and so course. until it's traded on the exchanges, you can't actually cash it out. In 2019, the state of Missouri filed a cease and desist order against the guy that founded Troptions. His name was Garland Harris for allegedly misleading consumers. And the belief is that Sherwinka gathered up a whole bunch of Troptions from this guy, like bought, bought a massive supply yeah. of Troptions from Mr. Garland Harris. And uh, now he's writing into his real estate deals. I found a video of this guy and I had to put it up really just kind of, you know, drive home the story, put up a clip for, and there's audio to this, put up a clip of Mr. Sherwanka talking about options. And as you know, cryptocurrency is going to be the new currency of uh, <laughs> worldwide in the next three, five years uh, adoption. So if you have any interested in parking some money in some cryptocurrency, we're involved with options. Click the tab on the left and they'll explain it all to you. Feel free to call me with any questions. Thank you. Wow, that was abysmal. Jimmy, I just ran a search on Garland Harris. Yes. There's a YouTube video of him talking about Troptions, a new currency, in 2009. Yeah, well, he he has apparently since passed away. Garland Harris has since passed away. Oh, he, he looks old then. Okay. So, yeah. So I guess Mr. Sherwinka basically stockpiled all these options that he probably paid, you know, a fraction of a penny for. And now he's throwing them into real estate deals. And then you love how at the end of that little video, he did the little thing, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, he felt like he nailed that video. He did. He felt like he killed it. That was horrible. <laughs> and, you know, my question for you is, unless these homeowners were desperate, why are you selling to this guy? You know what I mean? What are you doing selling to this guy? So I'm, a lot I'm, of it, a lot of it falls on them. You know, they should be smart. I'm, I'm like skimming through that video. I went to find that video. I was so baffled by it. Like that's the take they went with Jimmy. Yes. That's, that's the, the one that with. they said. All right. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Amazing. All right. The next three stories that we have are deserving of their own segment, Sean Ross. Okay. And you've never seen this one. Joel Pearl, it's time for what they do. Oh, what they do. What they do. They may not be too bright, but hey, they'll be all right. Sometimes you either win or lose. Is their head a little thick? Or the short end of the stick. You don't need brains to end up on the news. What they do, what they do, what they do. Why does that person sound familiar? I don't know. I, I, uh, I. She's somebody that I found that does jingles, and uh, she did an amazing job. Yeah, I thought she did, she did very good. She did very good. I was afraid it was going to be Melissa or something. No, Melissa, but maybe I'll look for her for another one. Uh, maybe we'll do one that Sean Ross Sapp themed. I don't know. Mm. But th this is story number eight reported by WBRC 6 News. So you're from a small Midwestern town, Sean Ross Sapp, and you know things happen differently out there sometimes. Do you have any memorable stories about a fight or an altercation that was really stereotypically small town? Um, yeah. 
One that I was on, one that I was in, actually. <laughs> Let's hear it. Oh, God. Um, I, I'll just say there were some circumstances with a really terrible person that had made some violent threats to my friend, his sister, like a lot of really horrible stuff. And I'm at a county fair to see one of my close friends. Uh, she was one of those pageant girls, like did it into her 20s. And uh, I think I was 18 or something. And we were there to support her. And I beat up a guy at the county fair in a beauty pageant. Wow. Was there any footage of this? No, there, there are a few witnesses that, that have. Yeah. Well, my IRL best friend has uh, was there. It was either going to be me or him doing it. But this guy, he, he ran with his fists cocked back like this. Like <laughs> I looked at him and I was like, is he serious? I got time to wind up like a baseball pitcher and just clocked him. But they got on, a, they got over the intercom. They're like, do we need to call the police? We're calling the police. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm getting the hell out of here. I'm getting the hell out of here. It, it, it was, it was horrible, but yeah, there, I got, I beat up a guy at a County fair. Was there straw all over the ground? Yes, the there was. Yes, there was. <laughs> I had to run past where they kept the horses where they were doing the show horses. So yes, there was Amazing. straw all over the ground. Amazing. I was picking it out of my socks that night. <laughs> Actually, now that you mention it. So apparently the stereotype fits pretty well. Yes, it does. Awesome. Well, there's a 56 year old woman at a Piedmont, Alabama. Her name is Rhonda D young. And she got into an argument at her residence with her boyfriend. Uh, Sean Ross what did Rhonda do next? She hit him in the face with a banana. Interesting answer. Uh, she went out to her tractor trailer and she drove the thing in the mobile home where they lived. Joel, do you have a picture of this? There's a shot right there of the tractor trailer. And you know what? I'm not going to defend the guy because I don't think he's innocent either. Joel, put up Rhonda's mugshot. Look at that, Sean. Listen. I mean, there have been several times in which I've had to drive a tractor trailer into a home into to a prove home. a point, to prove a point. So I'm I'm gonna sympathize with her without understanding any of the context. Awesome. So you're with her. You're with her. Well I'm with her all the way. All the way, all the way. Miss Young was arrested. She was charged with attempted murder and two Free counts. Miss Young. Free Miss Young? Well, just visualize the scene. So the victim, the boyfriend, he was standing on the porch of the mobile home when the truck hit the mm -hmm. impact knocked him back into the house mm -hmm. he was treated for leg and ankle injury he's going to be okay but did he uh, die did no, he die he, no he did not free mrs young <laughs> yeah no well she's going to be doing a little bit of time i think but you know you, you hear not stories. if i have anything to say about it buddy <laughs> free mrs young free mrs young you hear stories about people losing their shit and causing destruction, you know, like they just have that something just rattles them, pushes the wrong button and they lose their shit and they cause destruction. Yeah. Have you ever experienced or witnessed somebody losing their shit and just tearing shit up? They lose their temper and they oh, tear shit up. Yes. Uh, a situation I was involved with. <laughs> there are a lot of really like terrible people where I live, but there was a guy who lost his shit. It is like a, a gas station slash sub like subway lees. It had a lot of different things. And he started to throw stuff like the beef jerky racks <laughs> and the hostess. So 
He threw the hostess? Oh, the no, cakes. The, the cakes. Okay. So, <laughs> like, they're screaming at somebody to help. So me and some other guy uh, took him down, held him there until police arrived. Police were right around the corner. So it was, like, maybe two minutes. But that guy was, he was out of it. He lost it. He had no respect for little Debbie whatsoever. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. The stories that I find out about small town Kentucky. This is awesome. I got, I got a good 15, 20 of them that directly <laughs> involve something like that. Yeah. Well, I'm going to keep having you as a guest on here, like once every four to six weeks, and then we're going to go through all of them eventually. Sure. Story number seven reported by WSMV4 News. Have you ever quit anything really quickly because you knew it wasn't going to work? Like yep. maybe it was a physical endeavor. Maybe it was a job. Maybe it was a hobby. Is there anything where you started something and then you quit it quickly because you knew this just is not for me? Yep. It was my first job. I worked at a state park uh, for three days and they had me work an hour off the clock each of my first three days. And the person that got me the job said that should not be happening. And when I raised concerns about it, they said, oh, well, that's a part of a sort of paying your dues. And I was like, I'm making five fifteen an hour. I'm not paying any dues. I was like, you're lucky to have me here for that or else you wouldn't be hiring all the time. And I quit. You quit after three days on quit the after, job. Quit after three days. Um, yeah. I, and that was the person who helped get me that job was like, you should not be here if they're they're keeping you afterwards. If they would have paid me for that time, I would have stayed there. Fascinating. Fascinating. Yeah. Well, there was an escaped inmate in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, the guy's name was Ricky Roach. Great marketable name, Ricky Roach. And he was on the run for about two hours. And a local deputy named Stephen Ellis, he heard it come over the radio, you know, that this guy's escaped. And all of a sudden, Ricky Roach went right by him. And so uh, Deputy uh, Ellis pursued him, and he caught up to him pretty quickly. And Ricky Roach gave up immediately. He said, don't worry, I'm not going to run. I'm going to stay right here. He gave up right away. And my question for you is, how come Mr. Roach didn't put up a fight? Like, what do you think he was doing that made He's, him decide to give up? I'll tell you why. He's got no heart. <laughs> He's got no heart whatsoever. <laughs> Couldn't be me. Yeah, it could be you. Could be Anytime you. Anytime I ran from the cops, I got away. Yeah, or you, yeah, you just kept going. You kept going. Yeah. Well, in his case, the reason he gave up was that his getaway vehicle was a children's bicycle with one pedal missing. No heart <laughs> whatsoever. Joey, you got the picture? Zero there. heart. <laughs> there is the bike. Apparently, he found the bike upon his escape. He was completely exhausted trying to ride this bike. And once the deputy, Mr. Ellis, caught up to him, all Ricky Roach wanted to do was lay down. And apparently he did that right there on the side of the road. As soon as the deputy caught up to him, he was so exhausted. He got off the bike. He said, don't worry about me. I'm not going anywhere. And then he laid down right there on the side of, right there on the, side of the road. No heart and no lungs. <laughs> yeah, no cardio. No, res no, no respect cardio. for this guy. He could have hopped on a tractor trailer and got yeah. out of there. The Cheatham County Sheriff's Office, they're now looking for the bike's owner because they want to return that one-pedal bike. I'm, so sure I'm sure they're really missing it. <laughs> so, Sean Rossab, are you much of a cyclist? I was in my youth. I mean, I do the stationary bike a lot, but I don't, like, actively go around places. I, I've heard of too many people getting hit and killed to... <laughs> To do that. I mean, seriously, people drive like idiots. So I'm not, I'm not bicycling around. Another story from your small town. You get, you know, too many people that ride a bike and get hit by a car. I mean, yeah, friend? Miss, Miss Kentucky, uh, or Miss America, uh, the, her driver hit and killed somebody years ago. Yeah. 
Wow. Okay. So what's the first you've ever gone in one shot riding a bike? Like what's the longest distance you've ever gone? Um, you know what there, I had a friend that unfortunately passed away and they did a bike ride in his honor and it, it was a pretty good ride. Like, I feel like it was a good 10, 15 mile ride. Okay. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. How long yeah. do you think that took you? Cause Ricky Roach was on the run for two hours with one pedal. Oh no. It, it, I can't remember how long it took me, but I mean, that was, that's when I was training MMA full time. So I had, I had more lungs than old Ricky Roche did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> Fascinating. All right, let's go to story number six reported by the World News. Are you an eBay guy? Like, do you do any buying or selling on eBay? When I was full on into figure collecting, I, I did. Um, I used to sell some things, used to sell some cards, things like that, but not a ton of stuff. It's more of a, if I got to get rid of something and I don't know anybody locally that'll buy it type of thing, but anymore i can just post stuff on my twitter and one of those people are gonna buy it so sure and when you did do ebay stuff how like you know how some people that post multiple photos not just one mm -hmm. how diligent were you to like analyze the photos and you know look for quality and all that kind of stuff or did you just like look at one um, or two put in a bid i would analyze them because i've seen far too many people selling teapots with their ball sack in the reflection of said photo very fascinating. Well, there's a 26-year-old woman out of England named Emma Jones. She posted a listing on eBay to sell a Ninja Foodie Max air fryer. And shortly after that, she started to receive hundreds of social media requests for new friends and followers. She was puzzled, what the hell is going on? She finally figured it out. What did she do, Sean? What do you think she did that led to hundreds of people wanting to follow her on social media? Oh, she was naked somewhere. You got it. She accidentally posted a naked selfie as part of the eBay listing. Joel, do you got that listing? There it oh. is right there. Oh. We blur We blurred it out. The original posting was not. So hmm. this was the fifth image on the listing. And so she didn't notice it. She said that it was a before shot that she took before starting a diet. And she was going through the images of the air fryer on her phone. And when she was doing that, she accidentally tapped on that selfie and didn't realize it uploaded the naked selfie the ebay bidding for that item sean it went up to over a thousand dollars this is for a used <laughs> air fryer it went up to over a thousand dollars there it is right there she deleted the nude photo from the listing but she still kept getting thousands of views on that listing and so she ended up deleting the whole thing after that some people were hitting her up saying, Hey, I need uh, more information about the, uh, about the item. Can you send me, uh, you know, more detailed pictures of that fifth image getting all kinds of, all kinds of stuff. I hate that for her. That's uh, that's horrible. That sucks. Yep. So with your social media following Sean Ross app, have you ever accidentally posted an embarrassing photo or has anyone close to you ever accidentally posted an embarrassing photo of themselves on social media? Uh, people close to me. Yeah. I mean, people in wrestling have a lot too, cause I'll get like news tips about it. And I'm like, Hey, we don't write stuff about that. As you know, on the fightful account, somebody who had access to our tweet decks accidentally posted something there, uh, a few months ago. That's really all I've seen. I mean, ultimately, like when I think about stuff like that, is it embarrassing? Yeah. But I mean, it's such a common thing. Like, I don't think it's bad or scandalous or anything like that. I hate that for her. Um, I hope she got a lot of money off of it, but I would imagine she probably panicked and just pulled the, the listing. So that, that's what she did. She pulled the listing, but you know, the, the, the shitty thing with the internet is once the image is up there, you know, people are saving it. And so now it, now it's kind of up there forever. 
So that's that's the crappy thing about it. And I, you know, like I said, she she was offered over a thousand dollars for the Buddy, air fryer. I have people every day that still send me a screenshot of that deleted tweet from the Fightful account. I ain't run that account for five years. Every day, still. Every single day. Wow. Every day. Wow. So they're all saving it to their hard drives so they can use it later. Oh my gosh. I've got wow. people that will say, that will find my personal photos on locked social media, save it to their hard drive, upload it to a software, edit it, export it, say, ha ha ha, this is good. Then repost it online. Like that's again, that's mental illness. Wow. Yep. That's the internet too. Wow. All for wrestling news and opinions. Amazing. All right, let's go to story number five reported by the Metro. Are you a fisherman, Sean? Like, do you like to fish? No, uh, I watch a show. I shouldn't even tell you this. It's called Naked and Afraid on Discovery, Investigation, Discovery, whatever the hell it is. And they do a lot of fishing there. And it Naked? Makes... They're doing naked fishing? Yeah. I mean, they're plopped down in the middle of nowhere naked, and they got to get their own food and all that stuff. But, like, it makes me want to fish. I just, I don't want to actively harm the fish. I'll eat it but I don't want to actively harm it. If there's a way I could do it without harming the fish, I might be a little into it. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well then you would not do what this guy did. So there's a man from Thailand and he was spike fishing with a harpoon. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> spike fishing. It reminds me of like that Tom Hanks movie castaway spike fishing with a harpoon under the surface of the water. He ran into a problem. Sean Ross, do you have any idea what it was? He shot himself with a harpoon. That's a good answer. So because he's under the surface of the water, he has to come up for air from time to time. Yeah. And at one particular moment when he came up for air, a fish happened to jump out of the water, went right into his mouth and got lodged right into his throat. Hey, Joel, do you have that picture? Take it how you can get it. <laughs> take it how you can get it. So this is an image from the hospital and they're basically pointing to where the thing went. It went into his mouth. Uh, it got lodged between his throat and his nasal cavity after wriggling up through his nose. It took an hour of surgery to get it out. The thing was five inches long. Do you have a picture of the fish itself, Joel? There's what they got out. Five inches wow. long. Yeah, the man is expected to survive. And here's maybe the best part to the story. So there was a hospital official that was interviewed by the Metro about this whole thing. And this hospital official, in a very serious tone, said, the chances of this happening are very low. And I thought, thanks for the insight. Thanks for telling us the guys in Thailand aren't coming up for a breath and having fish get lodged in their throat on a weekly basis. Well, but, uh, I was able to get a quote from that fish. You were? Yeah, and they said, quote, I'm assuming this is off the coast of South Africa coming up against a grown 800-pound tuna with his 20 or 30 friends. You lose that battle. You lose that battle nine times out of 10. Guess what? You've wandered into our school of tuna, and now we have a taste of human. We've talked to ourselves. We've communicated and said, you know what? Human tastes good. Let's go get some more human. We developed a system to establish a beachhead and aggressively hunt you and your family. We will corner your pride, your children, your offspring. We will construct a series of breathing apparatus with kelp. We'll be able to trap certain amounts of oxygen. It's not going to be days at a time. An hour? An hour 45? No problem. That'll give us enough time to figure out where you live. Go back to the sea, get some more oxygen, and stalk you. You just lost at your own game. You're outgunned and outmanned. Where did you read that from? Did that go the way that you thought it was going to go? 
Not at all. It's nope. a good thing we're taping this. It's the other guys. 2010, Jimmy. Uh-huh. Well, let's try to move on from that. Sean Rossap, have you or someone you know ever gotten anything? Gotten mesothelioma? <laughs> no. Have you ever gotten anything stuck in any orifice of your body that required medical attention? Yeah, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> I got a music box stuck up my ass one time. And Did you? In Kentucky. No, actually, I've, I've not ever. No. Any friends? Any friends that ever got anything stuck and required attention? God damn it. Uh, there was a girl. <laughs> I knew there'd be something. There'd be something. There's a girl local to us that had to go to emergency care because she got pop rocks in there. She just had to, had to, she just had to know. She had to know. That's the word. And uh, I thought it was an urban myth. She, she outright admitted it. Wow. Wow. And, and what was the, did, did you ask her? So how, how was it? I didn't. Uh, I would imagine terrible considering the outcome. <laughs> Interesting. The things you learn doing this. Amazing. <laughs> Pop rocks. All right. We're in the home stretch. After this, go to knowyournews.com or youtube.com slash knowyournews for our after show called 321, where we're going to go over the final three news stories of the week. And again, go to kynchat.com, leave a contribution of any size, and your question or statement will be read on a future edition of any podcast in the Know Your News Network. Now it's time for story number four, reported by the Northern Echo. So there's a 25-year-old woman out of Sunderland in Northern England named Kira Wilson. And she was at a music festival called the Creamfields Music Festival. And there was a drug detection dog that took an interest in her. You know, the police are walking around. You got the drug detection dog. It took an interest in her. She was brought into a police search tent. Sean Rossab, what happened next? She shit her pants. <laughs> They recovered a pouch with 192 ecstasy pills hidden oh, inside her vagina. Yeah. Joel Pearl, you got the picture? There is a bag containing some of the ecstasy pills. Apparently, it was a large pouch with 192. Uh, you think there's 192 freaking things in there? Yes, 192. She confessed to it. She said she was supposed to give them to a third party, so she was a drug mule, basically. She was sentenced to two years in prison, but she it was suspended for 18 months. It's unlikely she does any time, and she was given 150 hours of uh, community service, and she's got to pay the court fees. We've heard some crazy stories from you today, Sean Rossap. I think we've all heard crazy stories when it comes to money and stupid things that people will do for money. Do you have any stories, either personal or from people close to you, where they did some really stupid shit for money? Well, if you mean like stupid as in like funny, stupid, no. I know I have friends that were in like collections. And by that, I mean like they would collect money for people who dealt drugs, for people who owed them money. And I thought that was stupid personally. I found that stupid, but not like hee 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 type of stupid. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know what? This this girl, what she did wasn't hee 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 stupid. She was basically okay. being a drug mule. So that kind of fits. So were these friends of yours, were they like, you know, doing physical damage if the money wasn't getting paid? They never, not, from what they claim, they never had to. But why would they tell me that they had to, right? Like, right. why would they ever admit it outright? Right. It's not illegal to go ask somebody for their money, but it's illegal to beat the shit out of them for Sure, it. sure. Did you yeah. ever do any of the food challenges at any of my company events? I tried one, and it just wasn't for me. What one was it? Do you remember? I don't remember, but um, I I just... 
it wasn't for me because if I'm there, I'm on vacation and I don't want to be physically miserable on vacation. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Well, I want to thank Sean Rossat for joining us. Sean, tell the people what are you doing and where can they find you? They can find me at fightful.com, fightfulselect.com. That's where I am. Awesome. That'll do it for KYN tonight. Head on over to knowyournews.com or uh, uh, youtube.com slash knowyournews for our after show 321. We're going to talk about the final three news stories of the week. Sean Ross Sapp, thanks again, bud. I heard a lot of good stories from you today. Wish you didn't. <laughs> <laughs>